And we should be live in three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> I'm not going to do the normal intro because that's very... That's it's not even normal. It's only really once two times. We really haven't come up with a nerding out intro. Before. No, we no, haven't. I kind of like just yelling into the mic and scaring Serge because he has the headphones, but that gets because <laughs> I also feel bad oh, for no. Serge's ears. Nah, it's we fine. We tend to say something completely outrageous within the first like three seconds. So true. at this point, this is I don't true. really think <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's I know. I know we can start point. it. Naruto Shippuden fucking sucks. All right, cool. Controversial. Controversial? Uh, controversial. Um... Everybody got I a have, controversial topic. I, I don't I don't think Attack on Titan is like what do I say? Like interesting at all. That's crazy. That's controversial. Like, That's a crazy was, thing to I say. I was interested at first. It was I get the idea, like I'm not like talking shit about the idea or the show as a whole. It just it takes a lot to something it might just be my opinion of things or what I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. So to me it was just kinda like, eh, okay. <laughs> Search. Uh, I totally disagree. <laughs> that was no, and I, it's not that I think it's bad at all. It's just not that interesting yeah. to me. So wait, so you're asking what my controversial anime opinion is? Just period. Just controversial opinion. Opinion. Not even anime. I just said. I just said Naruto. Mm. That's why you said anime, and that was the only thing I could think of. Jason X is better than Jason Takes Manhattan. That's oh my valid. god! Yes, that's very valid. That's that's something we've always agreed on. Jason X is actually interesting. Jason X has a big dick in Texas. That yep, that's what I said. Justin, get the fuck out. I love how Justin doesn't even try to go Tay smacked the, the fuck out of the camera. Uh, Justin, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Get out. Um, also, controversial opinion that's going to... That, con- controversial opinion that's going to piss off Nikki. Wait, what? Controversial thing that's gonna piss off Nikki. Uh, the first Rob Zombie Halloween film. Do you like hurting me? It's not bad. No, <laughs> here, I've said it before though. Like I've I've fully admitted I kinda like that. It. Like you know what? You know what? My dad said it the greatest way. He was like, "It was a great Halloween for its time." He yes. Said that it oh came, yeah. The, for the fact that it came out in two thousand eight. Yes. I think I was. I was in fifth grade because I was still doing cheerleading and I went to go see it. Um, literally, it was it was a great movie for its time. It just, there was this whole like perception of him that changed after that, I think, amongst the horror fans because oh, yeah, there, for there sure. was so much background put into it. And I think that was my only gripe about it because like even, even watching it now, like without criticism, sometimes I just watch it to watch it. Yeah. Those first like thirty to forty five minutes just focused on his childhood and everything that happened. You're just sitting there like, oh my god. Yeah, it's it's like it's, you're waiting yeah. for that change to happen, and it happened so quickly in the original that you're like, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, like, it, it didn't give the same impression. It gave this uh, like he was supposed to just be pure evil, and there was supposed to be like no explanation behind that, and that's what made it what it was. And they just gave him the serial killer. Kind of like the whole like psych of a serial killer in the background of that know, makes sense hurting it, animals early on and all these yeah, different things, which I sense. totally get, but it was just supposed to not have so much context. Yeah, it's that's also true. Crazy that even with the Rob Zombie Halloween being the way that it was, still better than Halloween Kills. <laughs> 
Actually, yeah. you have to admit, Halloween Kills was a great movie for Michael. Wait, Halloween, wait. Ends. Halloween Ends is what I mean. Yeah. Halloween, yes. Halloween Kills was... Halloween Kills was... I forgot which one it was. That, that was the honest. one... That was the first... No, Halloween Kills was the second one. Was it the second one? Was it the second one? What was the yeah. first? Halloween. What, what was, uh, what Halloween, was? It goes Halloween Return. I think it's Halloween Returns, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So better than Halloween Ends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad. Which, honestly, I... I didn't expect much, but I didn't think you could lower the bar. Any yeah, fucking lower, man. Yeah, it's 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 it. Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, on unpopular opinion, I think the first the first uh, the first one is is uh, not bad. Yeah. I kind of like it. Also, like he. It's also fucking brutal. Oh <laughs> fuck yes! If you love gore, you're gonna fucking yeah. love anything. Bob's I, I do have to. I'll give some sympathy in the fact that there were elements that I liked in both the first and second remake that Rob Zombie did. Be, especially as a teenager, I liked it more then because I was super into that, like, gory stuff. Like, yeah. oh, my God, that was, like, I had that poster in my room and, like, oh yeah, I got more critical of it growing up because it seemed a little more stupid as I went along. Well, understandable. But mm-hmm. the soundtrack is fucking A1. Mm. Tom Sawyer plays in within the first, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, What was it? I think in the second movie, there's like a whole bunch of different songs that were really fucking great. So there were really good elements that Rob Zombie put into it. And like also, you know, picking character, uh, choosing actors and actresses that had ties to like previous horror movies was something that John Carpenter did all the fucking time. So he really, really took a page from his book. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell is um, Clockwork Orange. Yes. Um, he is a horror icon himself, and then he plays in all, both Halloweens. Yes. And there's a couple of other people that I can think of. Um, the nurse from the second Halloween, the original, who gets her face dunked in the, the uh-huh. hot tub, she mm. is actually n- the nurse that gets... Um, the nurse that pisses him off when he's a kid in the prison. Oh, and yes. And he stabs the shit out of her yep. with the fork. Yep. That's, that's that same nurse. Yep. Yeah. So there, I do like a lot of elements in the movies. It's just as a whole, it wasn't something that I wanted to see for that franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But speaking of franchises, Scream 6. Oh, Scream 6. Yeah. Scream 6. I got to see it. It's fucking amazing. I got to see that. I got to see the new John Wick. I'm gonna. I saw the new John Wick too. It's fucking great. I'm gonna say it again because I said it in the text, and I don't think y'all believe me or y'all were surprised as fuck. Scream one. Let me let me re bring it up. You said Scream one, Scream six. I still think it's that it's sacrilegious to ever name anything like you can't do. Scream, scream six be, over Scream two is fucking crazy. That's that's my point. That's it's crazy. Like, it always goes Halloween one, Halloween two, and then any other thing after that. Scream one, Scream two, and then anything after that. Yeah, See, I can respect everything Wes Craven did. But if someone puts out a good movie, it deserves the respect, even if it's not one of the originals. That's, yeah. No, and I I completely understood that. It's just, there's a reason why Scream, in in a compliment to that franchise, there's a reason why it was better than everyone else's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even better than, you know, Halloween, Texas, was because there was a consistency in a lot of it, and there weren't so many of them. So I think it was... I think Wes had a vision for it, and I don't know how long he thought out of doing this. Because, like, obviously the Nightmare movies, there were, like, I don't know how many. 
but way too many. He was very, I would have to say, you know, three wasn't great, but he was very careful with the franchise. Oh yeah. So I, I'm just five was okay. Like I liked five. I liked that one, but, um, four was awesome as well, but I don't know. I don't know how I felt about six. So I just, I just rewatched four and five right before I watched six because Hannah has never, she's only seen the first one. So we watched like the kill counts of two and three because we didn't have time to watch them. And then she was like, let me see the newer one. So I showed her four then I showed her five. So rewatching them and after everything, my list is one, six, two, five, four, and three. I fucking despise three with all my heart. It's a goofy ass, stupid movie. I don't it's, like it's, it. I also it, think it's, that yeah. the reason why I feel like two should be this, like where it should be mm-hmm. at is just due to the fact that it had more sentimental value because, you know, it was the follow up to the very first one. It was, you know, made with practically the same cast and Randy's death scene has to be the saddest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. It is. It's horrible. But th- I think the reason why I like six so much is because of two. That makes because sense. the reason why six is good is because with the new franchise that they're doing, I hope they only do three movies. They could end it right here at six with the way that it was ended. Yeah. But if because they're it's Scream and it's a meta commentary movie, I feel like they're going to do a seventh one just because they have to sort of do their spin on Scream 3. And in the Stab movies, canonically, Stab's at like Stab 9, I think. Exactly. So they have to just keep on going. I hope they ended at seven. But the reason why... I think six was good was because of two. Yeah. Two laid the groundwork of what it means to be like a meta commentary sequel. Yeah. And three and four fell flat for that. Let's be honest. Well, four was four, good. Three was not. The three four, was horrible. Four, four, four was, was good, them realizing they shit the bed. 10 with, years later. Yeah. And they got to redo the actually, entire thing. Actually four. I liked four just because they reminded people what the meta was and they mm-hmm. brought that idea yeah back. And four they, four and they actually evolved upon it because they you know added their own thing in and they really you know gave lingo to it they you know it was more present in that film yeah than it ever was. four was them realizing they shit the bed with three they yeah that's was. what that was yeah it was west saying i'm sorry yeah <laughs> well, that's really what it more. was that's what, that's what it was yeah and exactly then, after rewatching five, going straight into six, fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love these newer screen movies. I love the way that they're, what they're doing with all of them. I have mm-hmm. to look up if, because I think New Nightmare was also kind of like a f- Scream 4 where it was like an I'm sorry. Right. Because I'm trying to remember if he did every Nightmare movie or if he stopped and somebody else took over because they started not being great after a while. I do. What Wes? How many nightmares did he do? I think I think he did five or six of them. I think. Oh, I have the collectors right there. <laughs> but you can't you <laughs> can't like knock that he's probably he he's it's under the literally rug. one of yeah. the greatest horror directors because and this isn't even because of Scream. This isn't even because of Nightmare. It is simply because of Last House on the Left forever. Like solidified that that's why he's like the mm-hmm. greatest horror filmmaker that i think of ever besides john carpenter it, it's got to be him because of that movie yeah like just the things that happened in that movie how do you think of that scenario just to shock everybody i mean some uh, it's to me it's the same like it's the same thing as like junji ito and his art like how do you see that type of that shit. type of shit you yeah know I, mean? I love the comparison of uh Junji, Junji Ito himself compared to Berserk's oh, hilarious. mangaka. 
Because it's always just like Junji Ito's the saddest person, like the craziest shit, but he's the happiest guy. Yeah. Like the craziest shit possible. And then just the berserk mangaka in his depressive state just doing his shit. Yep. It's so funny every time. Um. Also, uh, let me see. No, he pretty much did all of them. Yeah, he did all of them. Yeah, he did all of them. Oof. He, you know what? One of Wes, my, what are you doing? I'm looking. I'm actually going through his. Um, yeah, 1984 movies, to 2010. The movies that he's worked on, um, or that he's you know directed. One of the most current ones that I really liked was My Soul to Take. Which one was that one? That one. Um, here, if you see it, you'll probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great fucking movie. That movie scared the shit out of me. Um, That one was great. Uh, More recent ones. Ooh. Quick fire topic. Like a recent movie that actually scared you. Oh. Oh, we were talking about this recently. For for me, it was that movie that came out a couple years ago, Lights Out. Lights out, uh, smile. That one scared the shit out of me. I smile, still haven't seen smile. smile I creep, want to see smile. It so creep bad. me out. It, it didn't flun scare me, but it creeped me out for sure. Um, you know what movie that actually uh, would like got me like holy fuck? Um, I don't remember what the movie was called. I think it was called The Ritual, where the three the three guys get lost in the forest. Oh, the one oh, on yeah. Netflix. That, that one's, one's fucking good. That's crazy. A good fucking movie. That, in my opinion, has the best horror movie scream of any movie. Period. I am not one. Well, I I loved the Blair Witch Project and the idea that it had. Mm-hmm. Awful series. Um, First one was good. Second one was terrible. That was so bad. Like it wasn't even like found footage at all. Um, but I did like the ritual that was horrifying. Especially that monster at the end. Oh, that was some God, good yeah. shit. That was a good fucking movie. I always love fucking someone. just scrolling down Tumblr and seeing that thing occasionally. That and the fucking Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> the Babadook. What are your opinion on a psychological, uh, what's it called? Like raised horror or whatever the fuck. I love psychological horror. I love that shit. Like like Eyes Wide Shut type shit and like the cell. And oh, like, like I cell. love, I love that shit. Which oh my cell? God. The cell with, um, I, uh, who the fuck is it? It's a Halle Berry? Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. That's and who it is. Who it, fuck, what is his name? Hold on. Yeah, Hold he, on. he was a big actor in like the mid 2000s. But um, yeah, no, uh, Jennifer Lopez, there's, a, there's a, a movie that she was in called The Cell and it's all like mind of a killer type shit where like, um, Basically, like, like the whole thing is like psychoanalyzing the psyche of a of a killer oh. to find another killer. It's like Silence to the Lambs, Vincent D'Onofrio. That's who it was. Mm. Um, it, like basically, it's it's like trying to get in, like seeing the world through his eyes, trying to find another killer. But like, you physically, there's metaphors where like she goes into rooms that are rooms in his mind, and it's yeah. fucked up. And- she has to, the hard part about it is she has to go in there and kind of surrender some of her own mental, like, yeah boundaries to get in there. And it's, she's walking a very fucking fine, scary yeah. line. It's, it's terrifying. Time. It's uh, a very per- perfect. Is it Perfect Strangers? I'm trying to think. There, there was another movie. I, I don't know. I think it was Perfect Strangers. Um, there's a movie that I'm thinking of. I think it's Perfect Strangers. It's not Perfect Stranger. That's a sitcom. Um, there's a movie where it's this this couple that gets together, but the guy's like a total like deranged fucking psycho, 
and she doesn't know that, but she's like trying to pick up on mm. the look she's with him. The more she realizes that like he's a fucking sociopath. Mm. It's like it's like Fuck, if American Psycho. It's like American Psycho from like his girlfriend's point of view, and um. The, the more the movie gets on, the more unhinged he gets. And it's like her trying to get away from him. And it's it's really, really good. I remember what the movie's called, though. Um, there's another movie that Sylvester Stallone was in that was very, very, very good. Um, there, there's a couple names for it. One of them is ICU. The other one is Rehab. Um, and, and there's another one. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, but basically, it's, it's for like... Uh, these these like cops that are alcoholics go up to like a rehab retreat like in the in the mountains and they get snowed in and one of them is a serial killer but they don't know who it is. Oh what the fuck! And so he's like picking off all of them systematically and you don't know who it is till like the end of the movie and it's like like basically like everyone's a suspect and then someone dies like oh fuck I thought it was him and so it like every time someone dies you get set back to square one. Dude, it's a really good movie. I love that shit. Oh yeah. I love when it's like especially because you could tell sort of when they're sort of pushing you to a person like who, oh it's this guy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh he's the dickhead. But he's the everyone's guy. a suspect and then you're like f- like it's this guy like like you have it pinned down that person gets clicked like oh fuck like Jeez. one of those. Yeah and it's Sylvester Stallone's in it and he does a great job at that. Another one that I fucking love, and this is the last one I'll mention, and we've talked about this, is Disturbia. With, oh, oh, Disturbia dude, is good. Disturbia is mm-hmm. fucking incredible. I actually made a lot of comparisons to that in the first Halloween film with like the way that... I don't know the, I don't know the actor that plays the killer in the movie, but there is a scene. It is my favorite scene in the movie, and it is one of my favorite scenes in horror cinema mm-hmm. where um, basically this guy is like... He's already killed people. Like, you, like, you know he's the killer. And the cop, the cop, there's a cop that comes and kicks in his door, like looking for him, like, hey, like, police, you know, and he's walking, like, but there's another guy in. The guy is, all the lights are off in the house. And he's walking down a hallway, and basically you see the hallway perspective view, and he's walking towards the camera, and there's a slight pan right with the camera, and the and the guy, he's standing right behind the corner waiting for the cop to come down the hallway. It's a fucking great shot. Cause like, cause like he has a knife in him, but you don't like you just see a hallway, and then the the farther like, the guy's like checking corners, whatever. He's walking, and then there's just a, a very slow pan. And you just see a hand holding a knife, and then it just pans to him like behind a corner waiting for him to come down the hallway. See, it's a I, great that's fucking what shot. I fucking love about thriller movies, and they gotta give the credit to like the '90s movies because sure. the thriller movies that came out in the '90s, Seven, like oh my god, Seven was um, incredible. One of my favorites, which I was telling Garrick about this, um, which still horrifies me to this day because it's not necessarily a horror film, but it's um, it is Kiefer Sutherland and I forget uh, Sa- uh, Sandy Fields, Sally Fields, Sally Fields, Sally Fields, Thank Angel you. in the Outfields. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sally Fields plays this mom, and she is. They live in New York, so I guess she's like stuck in like dead traffic. Oh when, wow! When the movie starts, and basically what happens is Kiefer Sutherland, um, like he's he's delivering this thing to his her door while she's not home, and she's stuck in traffic, and her daughter's home, and I forget what it's called. Oh, Eye for an Eye. Oh um, yeah, 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 so yeah. Her, I think. 13-year-old daughter is home alone while she's stuck in this traffic, mind you. And she's on the phone with her, talking to her, like, oh, hey, Julie, I'll be home soon. And the daughter hears a knock at the door. So Kiefer Sutherland shows up. Not only 
rapes but murders her while she is on the phone with her mother and it's just so fucking awful and anxious and like the panning back and forth between this poor woman literally getting out of her car screaming and asking for help because she can hear her daughter literally being brutalized yeah so it's just that that suspense and that camera moving back and forth back yeah. and forth back and forth and then you just see like certain moments and then you know it's just over and there's nothing she nothing at all she can do yeah so it puts you, I like that it, it's just like Disturbia where it kind of puts you in there where you feel super suffocated. Right. And then, you know, when it's all over, it's like, oh shit, why do I feel so emotional about this? Yeah. Right yeah. Like Disturbia was one of those like sleeper movies where it should have been fucking huge. Oh yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of a cult classic movie now. Um, but dude, like Shia LaBeouf's performance in that film is outstanding because like he was kind of dude it's so fucking good it's it's like one of my favorite thriller films ever really it's it's great like like it's 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 a top three for me Ooh, sleeper thriller movies disturbia yeah uh platform oh platform is great platform's a fucking dude platform's a crazy crazy one fucking movie um fear fear um, Mark Wahlberg and... Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Um, so, Kate Fear is another one, too. Kate oh, yeah. Fear. That Captain and... Captain Fear, uh, I don't know. With, uh, there's another movie, Mystic River. It's with um, Sean Penn and... Um, Mystic River. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's that scene where Sean Penn's... It's I, all the cop buddies and his dog. I don't know if I've seen Mystic River. Oh, it... The, the funny thing is, is there's a TikTok clip of it that circulates around because basically... I. From what I remember, it's about these, like, cops that, you know, grew up together. I think one of them's not a cop or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, one of their daughters gets murdered and just the scene of Sean Penn fucking screaming and, like, oh, my God, is that my daughter and everything. Like, that showed up on TikTok the other day. I was right. like, oh, shit, I forgot about this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I was, but I, I will say, though, there's a movie that that reminded me of that I watched and I don't remember the fuck it was called. Something about that in the platform. Um, oh, have you seen the the Japanese release of Battle Royale? Oh, the that's the original one. Yes, the one from like ninety. Is it no like eighty something? It was eighty nine, I think. Yeah. Have you oh, seen yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. It used to be on Netflix. Yeah. Back have you seen, have you seen the remake? Such a there's a remake. Oh yeah. No, dude. When did it come out? Like 2013, 14. It's fucking insane. That I think Wait, I think I think they made seen four the of them. Remake of. Battle Royale. I've only seen the original. They, they, I think I think they made four of them. Oh, oh my god! But but the the, the, the oh original god, remake, the remake is it's fucking oh, great. so fucking good. It's, oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, but um yeah, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Battle Royale, uh, Disturbia, and um, I want to say Shutter Island, but I can't because like it's a big movie. But I think I think people kind of clown it, and they don't realize how like good that movie is you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, at least at least to me like i i love that movie Ooh, uh open house i've always i always talk oh, about it because yes. i always bring it up no one really watches it because it's one of those netflix movies that sort of just comes out goes on the radar it's like the ritual yes but open house is so fucking creepy dude oh, you know what all the shots of the hallway of just yes. a random guy watching them sleep oh i'm i'm actually i'm actually i'm actually gonna switch my my pick from battle royale to green room have you seen Green Room is good. Green Room That's is fucking great. One. Um Have you seen Green Room? Yes. It's so good. 
It's um, so good. Have you guys seen 1408 with John Cusack? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 1408's great. That didn't get enough fucking credit yet. When you go on yeah. Prime, it's like at four and a half stars. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, it's a good fucking horror movie. That scared the shit out of me. Dude, you know, I'm finding out about TV shows that I'd never fucking heard of before. Like what? There's a show. It's called Banshee. It... It like was oh, a show yeah. that was like a short lived show. Uh, who you know the guy that plays Homelander, that actor? Mm-hmm. He's the main character in the show. Oh, I've seen and, and clips he, on this on YouTube. Yeah, he plays a cop, right? Nine point five, eighty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, dude, I got another one of those. Hmm. A show called Fleabag. Fle- oh, oh yeah. Fleabag. Fleabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I heard that it. Like I remember winning Emmys, but I didn't know what the fuck it was about. I saw randomly on Amazon, and I was like, oh, it's like a four point nine. It yeah. has Emmy winning. Yeah, let me try it. Hilarious fucking show, sad as shit, but super funny. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, my 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 friend saw it. My friend, she she was fantastic. She loves that show. It's really, it's super sarcastic. It's really good though. I had never even heard of Banshee before in my life, Mm. and then a clip came up in my fucking day. I'm like, oh, this looks really good. And looked at the reviews. Eighty nine percent, nine point five out of ten for a TV show is fucking great. Three seasons. That's it. Crazy. And um, because like recently I started watching clips of like. Sons of Anarchy and like Boardwalk Empire and like Peaky Blinders and stuff like that. So I've been getting like that type of mm-hmm. stuff in my feed. And so like, yo, you ever heard of Banshee? I'm like, what the fuck is that? I looked it up. And I'm like, holy shit. Like uh, one, one the other one of the main characters, he plays this like uh, neo-Nazi who has like a bunch of like crazy like that tattoos like, and stuff like that. police officer he's a cop. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a cop. Yeah, he like he's, he's not into that shit anymore. And there's a scene of him going back to like talk to the guys that are in the Brotherhood still. I've seen that, yeah. And he... Beats the fuck out of them. It's crazy scene, yeah. Shit. And then like, like there's like another scene like he kills his brother, but it's like a long, like drawn out, like five minute scene. You're like, holy shit! I had clips like that for the show Power on Showtime. Oh yeah, Power. Because my mom loved that show. Like I'd never seen an episode, and then I went in to talk with my mom like while we were living together, and I just walked into her room, yeah. and she was watching the final episode. So I just ended up watching the final episode of the whole show of Power. And then you go back and watch it again. I yeah, need yeah. to go back and watch it. I haven't watched it yet. It yeah. just That final episode is so fucking crazy. I can only expect... Uh, I don't understand what the rest of the show could be about. Yeah. I saw one clip of Succession and watched all three, uh, all two seasons at the time, waited for Thursdays. What's Succession? Succession. It's a big one on oh, HBO. Oh, fuck. It's only... Four seasons because this season is the last season, and it is basically about um, Logan Roy, who is base, who is. How do I explain him? I have I haven't seen the show. I've only seen clips. Basically, like a multi-millionaire, millionaire, like owns a whole corporation. Oh, I uh, see. I see. Yeah. Okay. And it's his four. Wait, one. Four, I think four. Four children. Uh, basically fighting over who takes the throne after. Um, but it's the fucking twists and turns and the decisions that people make in this show are fucking insane. Like, it's it's a hilarious, and it's also just really interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're watching this family, a fight implode, and they don't, they don't act like normal fucking people, nor do they act like or a normal fucking family. Yeah. They're all fucking either, you know, sociopathic or have some kind of issues because of their father. So you have to kind of... One, one thing that I had noticed that somebody had said on Twitter was, no matter how many times you watch each of these siblings fuck up in their own way, uh-huh. Logan Roy does something awful to them. And it reminds you why they are the way that they are. Uh, okay, for sure. Because, I got to give that a shot. Yeah, then. yeah. Like shameless. 
did something shameless. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, like like there's a bunch of show. Like I I, I hate long form shows. Everyone knows this. I don't watch TV shows. I, I hate them. The opposite. What's up? Um, but. There's a couple I need. To, I need to actually like start watching. Like Peaky Blinders is one that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna actually start watching it's this. Hard I tried for me to commit after Game of Thrones because of the fucking dumpster fire yeah. that it took eight seasons for me to get to, and I don't even dignify the last season as a season. So when I found out Succession was four seasons that were already planned out and it was gonna end there, didn't need anything else. Didn't yeah, need I think anything else. I think that's how I think I think Banshee's three seasons and it's over now. Mm-hmm. I think so. You guys know it's one season and there's gonna come out with at least two more seasons. Huh. Last of Us. Oh, nice. Please watch it so we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so fucking good. We'll get around to I'm it. Waiting. We'll get around to it. Um, but yeah, no, there's a bunch of shows like that that are coming out. Um, there's 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 like not a lot of shows I've had my eye on that actually like that actually. Cut, like caught my attention, you know what I mean? But there's a handful. There's a handful, and like I realize I'm, I missed out on a lot of shows that like I didn't take any take any interest in. Like for example, Boardwalk Empire. That one looks really really good because like I love C. Buscemi. I've always loved C. Buscemi, but like to see him in a drama role playing a, like a oh, ruthless yeah. mob boss is yeah. fucking sick. I Instead really of like, just Adam Sandler sidekick, correct? Yeah. yeah, I really like watching shows that you watch with your parents, but they told you to get out of the room, and really fucked up things started happening. Oh yeah, so you never really got to fully watch what the fuck was going on. So every time you went back into the room, and then they tried to kind of explain to you in like the best way possible, but you still didn't fucking understand. So as an adult, you don't recall most of the fucking show. That is me with not only the fucking L word, which is one of my favorite shows, which is about. All these like I think they're LA lesbians, but great. They're they're literally like all the characters are fucking great. It's so interesting, and it's another like really good HBO show. Um, there was a show when I was growing up that my mom watched called Six Feet Under, and it was another one about like chronicling about a family, and it was about a family that owned a morgue, and it was kind of about like the fucked up the things that were going on in their lives and just. The way that it ended was super interesting because I went back and I watched all of it again as an adult, like I think a couple of years ago. And I thought that the ending was sad when I was a kid. It's even more sad when you watch it as an adult because, you know, everything ends the way it does and you get like a flashback into the future of how this family's doing. And like certain things just don't work out and you're just like, what the fuck? Why did that need to happen? Yeah. That was just a slap in the face at the end. This is like a very tame version of that, but the show This Is Us. Oh yeah. Gives oh me my that god. I watched clips of that. I haven't even watched the full thing. Watch it. Bro- I, I, I've watched enough. Are you completely caught up on all I'm, of it? I haven't watched the last know. season. I've I I think there's six or seven seasons out right now. I watched from when it first started up until season five, and I think I watched like half of season six. But it's just <gasps> It's such a good show. It's, do you know what about This Is Us, Serge? So This Is Us is a show that's off of a... It's on Hulu. I forgot what, what the network is, whatever. Freeform, I think. Freeform. It's about this these three kids, these triplets. And you get the show throughout it. You see a perspective of when they're babies and growing up to like teenagers. Mm-hmm. From when they're teenagers... No, it's actually like a couple different perspectives because it's you them get from, all of their life. You get their entire life. So like one part of it is from like childbirth to eighteen or nineteen. Okay. Or childbirth to like thirty, because the show takes place when they turn thirty. Okay. Then you get perspective from thirty to current 
So like them right now in 2023, so on. And then their lives as old folks, like as when oh, they're all in their like 60s and 70s. Oh, wow. So three different perspectives of their lives and it goes through the entire thing. And it's so fucking good. It's like one of those top tier drama shows mm-hmm. that you only see every once in a while. Interesting. It's so beautiful though because I think it, I think it's done something that a lot of other shows haven't gotten a chance to do, which is like it showed them as they got older mm-hmm. and to the point where it was like this is how they process death. This is how they process the death of you know their parents. Their, you know this person, that person. You know all of the things that they don't fucking talk about. You know that you have to process in like you know regular shows or things that we see today. And it was actually super sad, but actually nice to see. Mm-hmm. It was a little refreshing because it was it was like oh this is how everything is. This is just what it is, and everyone needs to kind of accept it. The yeah. show treats them as humans. Yes, like yeah. they're not supposed to be like crazy people. And I think that show holds contender for best parents in a TV show. Oh my oh, god, wow. yeah. All the clips that I've seen. It's, uh, the parents are Milo Ventimiglia, this guy in the top right here. Okay. The guy from uh, And Mandy Moore. And Mandy Moore. Oh. They she play used to like, come into my store all the time. She's so nice. She went to the workout thing with my mom. Oh really? Like they've met a couple times. It's crazy. It's weird. Oh. But they're like the best parents in TV. Like I'll say they're up there. Oh wow. They're fucking amazing. And then you just see the rise and fall of their family. Interesting. And it's fucked up, but it's like, it, it then explains how they act when the the kids are now in their 30s and like 2020s. And then it, future, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it's it sounds fantastic. compelling. It's a good fucking show. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to give that a shot then. The weird thing is, I don't think I can do a lot of, it's hard to do live action, long form shows for me. Yeah, same. Like, it's hard to watch them. I'd rather... I would sit down and watch an eight-season anime that's over 400 episodes, but I don't know. It's just real-life live-action shows. Live-action shows are tough. They've been fall, they either fall flat or they're just weird. The only one that I really, really love, like, like actually love, and then I'll watch every episode of is Stranger Things. It, it, it's like... it's it's. In my opinion, it's the best Netflix original they ever did, mm. and it's 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 the only live action long form show that I'll watch. Hey now, Haunting on Hill House. Stranger Things is the best Netflix Haunting original. Haunting on Hill House. The Haunting on Hill House season one was good, but Stranger Things has a whole as as, as an entire season as a whole, as, as a whole series is incredible. Fucking dipped a lot. So did Stranger Things. Yeah, but that's Haunting a Hill House. Wait How a minute. Wait a minute. Expect? Stranger Things dipped. What season? What's the, what's the one where Billy dies? Because that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, but that's that's like a key plot point. It was like one of the best I scenes know, in the that's entire. That's a key pop plot point. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't care. You don't just kill off um Dacre 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 Montgomery. Dacre. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Dacre. Dacre. <laughs> I'm sorry. He this is, isn't off the Henny, Nikki. He, he is a extremely hot and he's B, so hot he is probably one of the greatest red power rangers yeah seen. i don't care what anyone says that fucking movie was great he's so fucking hot straight he up is oh my god but yeah dude like for me all of stranger things is like that's it's the best netflix original they ever did and the entire show like if you start the show and get like halfway through season one when it really starts to pick up you're watching to the end of the, of the series i guess straight really up sad. like like i was i was like I still am hooked on that fucking show. Like when they announced uh, part one of season five, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, what 
what shows would you guys like to see? Because I, I think we all agree that the best streaming, you know, original series is HBO still. They are still forever king because yeah. of the content that they've put out. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they're you but they also have the budget to do a lot of that. And um what is like a series that you guys would deem like something that would be would have been so much fucking better if it had HBO's budget? Give Oh man, that's you a know good what? question. Let's give let's make something great even greater. It's either Shameless or Nurse Jackie for me. Nurse Jackie. I fucking love Nurse Jackie and Shameless, as you know. Nurse Jackie on Showtime? They also have pretty good ones. Showtime was Nurse Jackie and Shameless. Wasn't the tagline? And um, United States of Terra. Wasn't the tagline like Life's Full of Little Pricks? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Um, United States of Terra was a great fucking show. Um,. No, I, I genuinely think that Hemlock Grove had it had um, a better mm. budget on HBO. Uh, Skarsgård being the hot man that he is, uh, better budget that would have been fucking great. It probably would have it it would have been the next True Blood in my opinion because of the elements that were in there. There were werewolves, there were vampires or vampires or whatever the fuck they were calling mm. themselves. Um, it was a really good show. I just wish they would have done more with it because it cut off after like season three and none of it made sense. I'm trying to think because like there's a lot of there's a lot of shows that I haven't seen, mm. you know, and like like all the shows that I like, be, top one being Stranger Things and the other ones being mostly animated, I wouldn't change like much. You know what? I take that back. Burn Notice. Burn Notice. Dude, oh my god. Burn Notice, Burn Notice on an had HBO. a fucking HBO. Oh my god. Or or, or Royal Pains. Um, um, fuck, I just had it. What are you watching recently? Uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders isn't, um, they're like BBC. If they had HBO budget, holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Everything would look like a fucking Christopher Nolan. Honestly. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to say though, burn notice because I fucking like the first like four seasons were fucking so good. Remind me again who burned him. Um, I don't remember. Was it, was it? I don't know. The show's been out for fucking decades. I'm just kidding. No, I believe it was her. I, me and my, me and my dad used to watch this all the time. Fiona? Yeah, I think it was her, but I think there was a reason she did it. I think, I was just watching this with Hannah on Peacock. uh, I told you guys about the book that I read, The Dresden Files. Yes. Oh, Carla burned him. Oh, Carla. Yeah. Bro. Did you know that Sci-Fi tried to make a Dresden Files show? In like really, two thousand five for Black Ops. Remember, that's why she burned him. That's crazy. So they tried to do a Dresden Files show in two thousand five. Fucking horrible. It's on Peacock. I tried Hannah, and I tried watching it. I can't sit right with it because it's one of those things where they just adapted the books super fucking poorly. Yeah, I would love to see an HBO thing of that. That's just my... Pr- Nobody else knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I so wish that would So would Henry Campbell with The Witcher. So oh, would Henry Campbell. Henry, Henry Cavill and The Witcher would be... Bro, Warhammer fucking HBO Dude, series? I'm so fucking Although, excited for that. I'm kind of happy Amazon has it because Amazon is able to do those like out there shows. I like, just, look at Lord of the Rings. I just need him to be Aegon the Conqueror. That's all I'm asking. He is the best choice. He is fucking built like him. Every fucking drawing you've seen of Aegon and all the AIs that anyone have come out with lately all look like Henry Canville. Somebody even like posted something and they were like, 
I didn't even put Henry Campbell. I swear to God. And like showed a video of what he was doing with his AI work. And it still came out fucking looking like him. That's funny. And I'm like, there have been so many Game of Thrones. Like, I have to give it to them no matter what. The casting has always been fucking fantastic. Because anytime you look at a character... And you actually look at the only the only things that they fucked up on are like the current season of House and the Dragon. They did it for plot point, but the whole thing about the the hair color thing should have never been an argument because uh, Rhaenys, uh, the queen who never was, mm-hmm. her hair is black in the book. <laughs> A lot of Targaryens had black hair, <laughs> like regardless of any of that. So I think those little points were completely unnecessary but their casting has been fantastic because like when they describe all the stark children in the book they compared Arya to looking like lyanna stark and when you look at like the flashbacks in the show and everything they look completely similar Mm -hmm. and they actually in the newest show in house of the dragon um they used uh allison's older actor i forget Mm -hmm. uh, what is her name oh olivia good I don't know their names. I forget what her name is, but Olivia Cook and uh, Emma Darcy, they used their teenage pictures mm-hmm. to find the younger versions of themselves, so oh, like wow. the younger actors, so that's why they look so similar. That's crazy. That's really yeah. smart. That's very, very good. Yeah, they showed the pictures that they used, and then you put them up to um, Millie Alcock, and I forget what the other girl's name is. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Speaking of casting, well, two things speaking of casting. Um, I forgot that Millie Bobby Brown was in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. That's crazy. So I many didn't, fucking people have been Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. She's rewatching Grey's, so I'll just pop in and I'm like, isn't that motherfucker from so and so? And she's yeah. like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um like for example, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in fucking he he oh, was, he was a, a major plot point. Major like character, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I was gonna say, uh speaking of casting too, the fucking Avatar show, man. Holy shit. Oh yeah, the, show. the live action one. Oh, yeah. they were casting. Oh yeah, no, no, they they released the cast. For, the, the cast oh, been out shit. for a minute. Yeah, I'll look it up. Oh yeah, dude, the cast the cast looks fucking great. Oh, the great. We're finally gonna get for a live I action know. Avatar movie. After this, we got to talk about casting for the One Piece live action show. Yes, no. absolutely. Um, but no, uh, but the casting for the Avatar uh live action show is gonna be so great. Like, because M Night Shyamalan fucked up the the movie. As as long as we don't get fucking Ong, then we're good. Wait, that was the worst that, shit, worst shit ever. Is that who did the and that Shyamalan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. First, we get put through the village, then that. Yeah. What's next? Ooh, I'll be honest. His newest movie, Knock in the Cabin in the Woods, not bad. Really, a solid like B minus. I I heard that old fucking sucked. I never saw old. I heard it was terrible. I heard it was oh, super, yeah, no. super, super Derek fucking stupid. Said it fucking <laughs> yeah. I was like, how are you, How did you know that? And he goes, I saw something on TikTok. Yeah, everyone everyone I've was like, yeah, it's bad. Sorry. I've seen the casting for Avatar. It looks fucking sick. It as looks hell. great, it right? It looks really good. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Do, you know who's, do you know who's working on the show? Like, who's directing it? For Avatar? Yeah. No, I don't know. Oh, I just had it up. Let me see if I can just pull up the page. Yeah. Apparently someone's super trusted because nobody's complaining. Mm-hmm. But the cast list also like look, look it looks fantastic. Everybody, they did what M Night Shyamalan just neglected to do, which is just cast in what the canon is. The canon is everyone is some sort of either northern like Alaskan Native American Indian. Yes, for the Waterbenders, the Earthbenders are what are the Earthbenders supposed to be? be- they are supposed to be, I believe, of some kind. I think they're. A- Japanese descent? 
It's either Japanese. I think it might be Japanese because Fire Nation is Chinese. Yeah. And then Airbenders are just monks. So they're white dudes with uh, man buns. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I think so. But either way, just the casting looks fucking amazing. It looks fucking great. But um, speaking of One Piece Part 3, or speaking of casting Part 3, fucking One Piece. Dude, the One Piece live action casting looks so fucking good. It looks great. You know what's funny? Uh, the guy who they casted as Luffy, he, in preparation for the role, was like, you know what? With a couple of other people from the cast and like some of the crew, he went out sailing. Like he's really? been sailing for the past four months with like other people, like legit manning the sails, like keeping the ship straight and like on a proper line. That's crazy. Going like up and down the coast or going somewhere specific. Good for him. He even like tweeted, he was like, hey, is my role for Luffy? I'll be back. Because I'm going to go on a real sailing trip so I can get used to everything and sort of know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And he just reposted a video now after like three or four months saying like, hey, I'm back. The trip's over. It was fucking sick. I can't wait. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How? Okay. My question is, how are they going to do the bendy pirate shit, man? I don't know. That's what I'm scared about. Stretchy pirate shit. The special CGI? effects are scaring me because I don't know what it could be. You think they're going to green screen it? I don't even know. That's squ- why. That's why everyone hates they're the fucking Marvel movie now that comes. Like, I'm so burnt out. They're going to Scorpion The King only it. thing that's going to make me happy is bringing back Scarlet Witch. That's the only way I'll watch another fucking Marvel movie at this point. No, I'll, watch, I'll watch them all. They're all fucking good. I know. I'm I pathetic even, and I'll always go back, but still. I can't even fucking front, like... Yeah, they they made some decisions, but like, dude, they're so fucking great, man. I'm sorry, but they can't fucking power her up in one movie and let her be like, I'm basically a god, and then just kill her off. And that was like, I'm sorry, that was like the one last exciting point in Marvel for me was the multiverse of Mattis movie. I don't know, man. I'm I'm pretty fucking hyped on the Ant Man and watch shit. Ant the Ant Man films have been fucking great. I, I want to see the new one. Have you seen the new one? I've heard things. I heard it was really good. I heard it was shit. Interesting. I've okay. heard that they fucked up apparently, but I don't know. They said it was super underwhelming. Um, everyone's kind of just waiting for the next like big war. Um, yeah, but I, but that was set, that, this that. sets it up. It's just more of like we've been ramping up this whole multiverse for so long that it keeps dragging a bit, and everyone is super burnt out from all the Marvel movies. There's like what. 18 movies now? No, way more than that. I think, I think there's just uh, almost 30 now. But uh, I, I will say this, though. I I feel like this is going to be stupid because I'm comparing Marvel to Destiny. But I feel like in the same reason people, people didn't like Lightfall. Because Lightfall, it's, it's, it's basically like they set up Lightfall to be this big old expansion. Like, oh, this is the next one. That's the big one. It's the big one. And then it dropped, and there's not a whole lot of plot resolved. There's, there's more just like plot building. And it's like, no, you got to really, like, this is going to be like a four expansion story. You know what I mean? I think we can just say that in general, no matter what, not many people like a setup arc. No, they don't. Because everyone is used to just getting things resolved immediately right away. They they like tension and resolve Mm. instantly. To get a whole season based on setup, you need to wait a year or so for it to be resolved. People fucking hate. Yeah. Because people just don't want that waiting. Dude, that's how fucking Infinity War was. The first Infinity War movie was. A whole lot of setup, and at the very end of the film, like, by the way, we're not done. See you in two years. They're like, fuck. You know what I mean? Well, that's. I think after that, they should have. Here's my whole gripe with the the. I don't knock it. I fucking love all those movies, and I'm a sucker. I don't keep watching them no matter what. Um, I think what they did for want. There's just a lot of plot holes 
they're trying to fix what Josh Whedon did, uh, Josh Whedon did in um, Age of Ultron. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, we didn't get enough of the Avengers being together. We got one movie where they were fully learning how to be Avengers with one another. Yeah. Finally get it. And then the next movie, it's bam, Age of Ultron. We're going to start ripping the team apart. Yeah. Age of we're going to also War. take out one of the twins who is like one of the main members of the Avengers when they are on the Avengers. And you like, it's just the whole, I don't know. They kind of just twisted everyone's story around. Yeah. And I get that they kind of want to be interesting or they want a new take on it and they don't want to be canon and whatever. But the whole thing is, is that it just didn't sit right after that. Like, they had to make up for so many of those mistakes. Look what they had to do on the Wanda show. Like, I love that show top to bottom. Like, 10 out of 10. Yeah. But you literally had to do a goofy episode with fucking Evan Peters just to show that he's canon- canonically alive, mm-hmm. or at least could be. Yeah, of course. And that we're recognizing mutants, and that we're doing this, and I'm like, you kind of look like an ass having to do that. You really do. So, yeah. It was very quick, and then somebody fucked up on two on the second Avengers movie, and there were just all these other fallouts from it. And then the way that they set up Civil War was a little weird because it wasn't not that I'm complaining; it was great. Um, but again, I didn't like the whole sacrificial lamb with Tony at the end of the. Yeah, movie. that was kind of. Garrick and I actually talked about this recently. Like, like I said, I don't like when they start twisting around everyone's fucking. It's A, to keep Robert Downey Jr.'s um, image immaculate because he is the poster child of Marvel. But the whole thing is, is Tony Stark is a piece of shit. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's Tony a fucked Stark up person. Tony Stark is fucking an awful Dude, person. Dude, they didn't even cover half of the fucked up things he does in Civil War. No, he, so he's Also, I'm pissed about that. I'm pissed they made Civil War a movie. Oh, are you kidding mm-hmm. me? It should have been a fucking series. Are you kidding me? They don't even, like, you would you want to know what would have been fantastic? What's the fucking famous cover of one of these Civil War comics? It's it, Captain America oh, yeah. dead in his arms. Yeah. No, not just Captain America dead in his arms. Who did Tony fuck over besides that? Who did he manipulate into revealing his own fucking identity to the world? Oh, oh Spider-Man. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. What's the famous fucking cover with him in front of in press? In the podium. With the, yeah, with, with ha- the mask. With the mask taken off. Yeah. Just fucking horrified. In the, in the comics, Tony Stark mm. manipulates him into doing that. Yeah. And he also doesn't even and this is what pisses me off even more so. And that's why I'm glad that Peter Parker in the MCU now is kind of cut off and, you know, is starting his own journey as Spider-Man. No more tricks, no more help, no more Tony Stark. Because the other thing about him revealing his identity was the fact that Tony didn't even fucking tell him about the prison that all of his friends and fellow Avengers were being held in at the time because of the Accords. Yeah. So, well, plus two, the Sokovia Accords. Well, I mean, obviously, when when Sokovia fell, a lot of people died, mm-hmm. and like there was a like, country. It was a country. It was a country that fucking fell out of the sky. That's what that's what happened. But it was like, oh no, uh, they're all fine. It's like what? Yeah, no. we've we've always everyone has always understood the collateral damage. Yeah. of having to save the fucking world, and I guarantee you. People would be bitching even if it were to happen in real life. So the first the first building that didn't get immediately built back up, they'd complain that it was their fault. Exactly. But the thing is, is that... Shit, I lost my train of thought. Sokovia Accords, people oh, dying. Oh, um, Sokovia Accords. Peter Parker getting his identity. Tony Stark, the oh, Marvel 
show movies taking away from the comics in weird ways. Come back to me. But I don't remember. But to 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 your point though, I I feel like the fact that they made Civil War a movie pissed me off for, mm. two, for three reasons. Number one is it's not Civil War. Captain America doesn't die. Number two, it's oh. not it's it's not Civil War if Captain America doesn't basically or not uh, uh, Iron Man doesn't essentially bring on you know the old not the Ultron issue but like it doesn't bring on like poli- like policing the state heavily because of that. And number three, it leads to or be, it, it alludes to Ultimate Iron Man. Which exactly. in and and that's we didn't get any of that, so and it's like, I believe. Sorry, the point that I remembered when you brought up, um, it's not you know it's not civil war without Cap dying. Yeah, there was a whole important plot to that. Like there was a whole reason why Cap had to die because it had to show like it was truly the consequences of Tony's actions. But I forget who said it. I remember it also brought in. It also ushered in the uh, the dissolution of the original X Men. Exactly because they all got killed in Civil War. Exactly. So one thing that I heard when I went to Comic Con when I was younger, when the death of uh, the death of Captain America was happening, I forget who said it. I don't know if it was Jeff Johns or someone else that we were watching at the time talk, or I was listening to somebody, and what he said was, Captain America is it was something along the lines of Captain America is forever, you know, the de- uh, the the Marvel more moral compass. Yes. There is a reason why, you know, and that's why they they fucking pissed me off in Civil War because they gave fucking Sharon Carter his line. Yeah. His fucking line where he go where it's something along the lines of um when some when somebody challenges like when somebody tells you that you're wrong when you know that you're right. You have to plant yourself by the river of truth and tell them, no, you move. They yeah. fucking gave that to Sharon Carter. Yeah. They gave it to that dumb bitch. They fucked up a lot in Civil War. took that away from him. Like, that was his his whole thing. So, one thing I always remember is that in the comics, any side that Cap is on, it's usually the right side. Yeah, and plus, too, like, again, to your point... There are two two major things about Cap dying or why it's bad is because after after Civil War, people sort of did not trust Iron Man, obviously, but the, I don't think people realize that he was a pariah among the mutants and the supers in in the the Marvel Universe because he basically was like, if if you are not registering your powers, you're an enemy of the state and will hunt you down. Which is where the fucking Sentinels came from. Oh, yeah. Tony gets very power hungry. And yeah. People don't like to remember that. No. And that's why, like, had Tony Stark and um, Bruce brought Vision to life themselves before Thor had gotten there, yeah, we would have had a very bigger situation yeah. on our hands. It would have been way worse. It was Thor that did it. So that was the reason why Vision came out the way that he did. That was the whole thing that everyone fucking forgets. And he becomes a fucking sacrificial lamb in Endgame. Is what does Wanda say to Tony to like jog his memory and say, hey, you need to stop him because he's not going to do it. What does she say to him? Um, It's something along the lines of um, Tony Stark doesn't know the difference between saving the world and destroying it. Where do you think Ultron gets that? Yeah. And 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 that's like, uh, like again... Them having to make Tony the good guy and go out on top is not what happens because like Tony Stark becomes like an enemy to good 
Because, like, in, in especially in Civil War, because in Civil War, he basically, like, arrests and holds people on trial for doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like for example, that's where Uncanny X-Force came from, because the original X-Men were killed in Civil War, so there was nobody who was protecting the mutants. So... He basically was like, well, if you're a mutant, you have to help your powers. We're going to hunt you down, which is where this, the idea of the Sentinels came from. And so, obviously not to the extent of what the Sentinels would do because they like literally butchered mutants. But before that, yeah, the fucking massacre on, on Genosha. Yeah. That's not even a real thing and Sentinels will scare me. Well, yeah, it's the fucking, it's the Genosian massacre. What was it? But Days of Future Past? The Days of Future Past. Movie? That was fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's... it's just it, finding out how many mutants were slaughtered yeah, just to get their on, fucking... From, on Genosha. But that came as a result of Civil War. And that was Tony's fault. And then everyone wonders why Magneto's like, fuck you guys, no one go near Genosha because like... Yeah, and everyone it's... Everyone keeps kind of trying to kill us. Yeah, and and it's, again, it's the same thing as like when Uncanny X-Force happened, because the X-Men got killed and because if you use had power as your enemy of the state, but people were still getting hurt, the people that would protect, that would do the right thing and protect people because they didn't register their powers, they were seen as an enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. That was because of Tony. Tony's not a good guy. And in fact, he goes on top like, oh, I saved the world. I'm going to use my own Infinity Gauntlet. Like, no, it's fucking bullshit. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. And uh, Endgame was a great movie. I love that movie. It's a great movie. However, that is not, that's not Tony Stark. That is Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. You know what I mean? That's Robert Downey Jr. being Robert Downey Jr. Correct. It's literally what it is. And it's like, brother, come on. Yeah, the Tony Stark I know has a fucking sex tape with Black Widow that got leaked, so... Tony Stark I know got fucking, uh, uh, what the fuck, uh, got pegged by Gamora. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, damn. You remember that? I'd never read the comics. Too. Oh, dude, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing where uh, he, got, he, he gets pegged by Gamora. It's pretty funny. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, and is this where we say goodbye? That's, 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 that's 57. I had a joke I wanted to say before we left. Oh, uh, here we go. The Sp- no, it's just nothing crazy. It's just like, you know the Spider-Man films? Yeah. Homecoming. Uh, was it No Way Home? No Way Home. Or Far From Home? Far From Home. And then it's uh, No Way Home. Mm-hmm. The next one's going to be called No More Home. Oh, wow. So this has been nerding out. I w- Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I'm down yeah, to still... I, I wanted to bring up uh, Resident Evil, if you yes. guys still want to talk for a minute. Yes. Because I got two things about video games that are... One coming up, one great. Resident Evil 4 remake. Fucking fantastic. Everything that I've seen about it is absolutely fucking incredible. It's the... It's... Just a great remake. It just follows the same line as two and three to where it's just a fantastic remake that builds upon the first one mm. or the original because it adds extra shit. Yeah. Like there's more side quests. Now, the crazy thing is, the you know how the blue medallion side quests at the very beginning? And now you, like, you only get like maybe one or two of those. In this, every other area that you enter, there are going to be like blue posters on the wall mm. that if you go up to it, it's the merchant saying, hey... If you kill this special creature, I'll give you some extra shit. Oh shit! And then it keeps on. It keeps that up throughout the whole game. So it's like bounties. It's like bounties, and then there's like random little things. Like I had to hunt for a giant. Uh, remember the water, the the fish boss. Yes, mm-hmm. I just beat that boss. So I'm at I'm at that area where you and Luis fight off the horde of zombies from the house. Right. So for the fish boss area, there's a poster where if you go to it, it's like, hey, go hunt for this fish in this area. So you just have to go around the lake finding a crazy fish. Yeah. And they added more puzzles to make it more like fun. And then you could divert from the path. They added more hidden items you can get. It's fucking crazy. That's sick. 
I think the best part, remember spinels? It's a very random thing. No. They're like the random little jewels you could shoot off of the ceilings. Oh, yes. So in this game, they're not just like things you could sell. They're currency. So when you complete a bounty, you get a certain number of spinels. And using those, you could trade in for certain items. Oh, like, wow. That's how you get the Punisher gun. Interesting. That's how you get some like uh, the three zoom scope for the rifle. That's how you get the stock for the TMP. That's how you get a treasure map. Fuck. They did that to make it like even more interesting. So it it just inhibits more of a exploring instead of just a straight linear story like the old OG Resi was. Yeah. It's fucking so much fun. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And the fact <sighs> that you could parry the chainsaw man with your knife is fucking great. Yeah. That's that's game that's game changer. Mm-hmm. And the last one I wanted to bring up. How much do you guys know about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What do you mean? Have you heard about the new game? No. What? So Is it next gen? So do you know the story Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin? Yes. So someone is creating a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin video no. game based off of the gameplay that they saw and like inspired by Fuck. God of War. So we're gonna Dude. get a God of War style TMNT game. I love TMNT so far. I like I have played a TMNT game on almost every platform. I had a PC version, I had a game, I had a Game Boy version, I had a GameCube version, I had a PS2 version, I had an original Xbox version, I had a 360 version, and I had a PS3. No. PS2 version. I think. God damn. Yeah. I I like I I fucking love the TMNT games. I've I like when I was a kid, that was like my favorite franchise. It was like it was Need for Speed, TMNT, and Hot Wheels. That was my shit. And Legos. Mm. That was my shit. Like and and so like the TMNT games, like for example, there was an animated movie that came out in like 2013 or f- no, before that, 2000 maybe seven or eight. And dude, like to this day, I love that fucking movie. It doesn't hold up, but it's 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 for what it is, it's good. Mm. Because like there's like the story of that family is so fucking insane, and there's so many offshoots of like like when uh, um, the fuck Raphael became like like I think his name was like the Night Watcher or something like that. Like he oh, yeah. he, he was the, the Nightwing, yeah, the, the Vigilante, vigilante. Yeah. yeah. And also like Casey Jones is like the perfect supporting uh, character for that oh, whole yeah. team. I love uh, Casey Jones. Casey Jones, he's fucking great. That was probably one of my first fight, like fucking crushes was Casey yeah. Jones, <laughs> dude. But like, there's just something something about a dude in a hockey mask beating the fuck I do with baseball bats with four giant mutant turtles. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, yeah, he just he just found what it was for me. So. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, like like dude, the hock the hockey stick is iconic. Like it's fucking sick. Mm. Yeah. So, do you know what TMNT Ronin is about? The comic series? No, I, I I know I know that it takes place in feudal Japan. So it's uh, it's sort of like a futuristic apocalyptic thing, where you follow one of the turtles because the other three are dead. But oh. it's unknown which turtle you're playing. That's right. At least in the game, it's going to be unknown which one you're going to play. And the turtle that you're playing as uses the weapons from his fallen brothers. Yes. So in the God of War fashion, you're going to be able to find and get their weapons and use them for whatever you're fighting for. That's right. And then it's going to continue in that sort of sense. I do recall this. Yeah. I just saw like they were announcing it a couple of weeks ago. And the other day, the director came out and said like, oh yeah, we're heavily inspired by the new God of War games because they're that's fucking dope. So fucking sick. I'm so excited. I that's just wanted to so bring those sick. up before we end it because that's fucking big news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you think? Who do you think is gonna voice the turtles? I have no clue. I don't know because I don't know much about TMNT. I just knew that this is sick as shit. I need, I need, I need Nolan North to come back for Raphael. 
That would be sick. Because because like 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 playing the Deadpool games again, mm. or like well the the Deadpool game again, like Nolan North delivering that game, that's Raphael for sure. You know, so it's like do getting getting like having Nolan North like come back for a game to do Raphael and the new TMNT running game would be mm. that'd be god tier. That'd be fucking sick. Be so fucking sick. All right, yeah. it's past my bedtime. <laughs> it's seven forty-five. I work at six. I work at four. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Motherfucker. Cool. <laughs> All right. Good night. All right. Yeah, Strawberry uh, Death Machine everywhere. Yeah. Strawberry Death Machine on Instagram. Go in our Discord. Uh, join there. There's a lot of us in there. Uh, Gabe plays games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Strawberry Death Machine. I play games on youtube.com forward slash Strawberry Death Machine Gaming. Um, we will be back in two weeks. Next week is off the Henny. And then we get a new episode on for you on Tuesday. Um, working on some vlogs for LDB. We're doing some reaction videos that are coming up soon. Keep your eyes open. Please like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Tell all your friends all that YouTube shit. All join, right, y'all. Join our Discord. Join it's Discord. It is a cult. It is the vine. It is ever growing. We will see you in there. Goodbye. Goodbye.